welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Paris James, and all I want is for you to go out there and live your damn life. This is a safe space where we can just be ourselves and have meaningful conversations. Let's face it, life is not always perfect, but you can choose to live it unconditionally, now and always. I'm just here to remind you that you have the power to create the exact magical life that you deserve, and guess what? I am proud of you already. I'm so grateful that you're here, tuned in and listening, so let's dive right in. Hi everyone, welcome back to this podcast. This episode is all about 13 life lessons and to be very honest, this was supposed to be the episode for episode number 13. It was going to be like, oh, it's episode number 13, let's do 13 life lessons, but it didn't work out like that and I ended up having to push this off. So now we're just going to have it 13 life lessons. So I actually love the number 13. It's the day of my birthday, April 13th, and I just love it. Something about it I love, so that's why it's 13 life lessons. So let's dive right into this episode. So the first life lesson that I've learned over the course of my life is that life is too short to not follow your passion. And I know we've had episodes on this specifically where we talk about following your passion and that life is too short, but I really want to make note that this is a life lesson that I've learned and that I wish a lot of people actually were able to follow or learn in their lifetime. I've spoken to so many people who are a little bit older and who've been through life and who've been through it all and the number one regret that they've always talked about is the fact that they did not follow their passion and that they think that it's too late and that they wished that they didn't spend their life working an office job or just a regular job for the sake of just having a regular job versus really taking the risk, following their dream and following their passion. And it's just so profound to be able to learn from people who are at later stages in their life and to be able to hear their life lessons and the number one life lesson that they've always said is that they regretted not following their passion or just taking a risk and doing what they love. And the thing is, even if you feel like if you're scared to follow your passion or turn something like that into your full-time career or full-time job, I just feel like even doing it at the side for now, as in the early stages, not saying that your passion should be something like a side piece, but just saying that even just trying or dabbling in it for any point in time in your life, I feel like if you don't do that, you will probably regret it. So that is one of the life lessons that I've learned that you don't know when life is going to end. You don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow and God forbid something happens and you just think, damn, I wish that I had just lived and I wish that I had just followed my passion. One of my dreams was to travel and teach yoga and just travel and see the world. And I mean, I'm still young. I feel like I still have time, but it was just so crazy when the pandemic actually hit. And I realized that all the time in my twenties, I could have traveled and I could have done 
all of the things that I wanted to, but I didn't because I was just like putting it off and being like, okay, this is not important. And, you know, I just have to do what everybody else tells me to do. And it's only when the pandemic hits, I think all of us were suddenly struck with the realization that life really is so short. And it's so far been a year and a half or even more of us just not being able to travel and not being able to live However, you know, we want to and do the things that we want to and follow our dreams and follow our passions and who knows what's going to happen. God forbid anything worse happens after the pandemic, but when you just really look at the bigger picture, it's just such a shame not to just take that risk and not to just follow your passion or pursue a dream that you've always wanted to. The second life lesson that I've learned is that not everyone in your life is meant to stay forever and I think this is something that when we're young, we think that, you know, the relationships that we are in and the people that we meet, that they are supposed to stay in our lives forever. And it seems like that in that moment in time. It seems like, oh my God, I love this person. This person is maybe my best friend or this boyfriend or girlfriend that I have, and they're meant to stay forever. And you end up clinging and holding on even when that time has passed. So, I firmly believe now as I'm older that people come into your life and they come into your life for you to learn specific lessons. It's all part of life and part of the cycle and maybe you just have to look at the lesson that that person might have brought into your life and kind of accept that instead of trying to hold on to something. So I feel that I had so many different friendships and earlier relationships in my life and when I kept clinging on and not just recognizing that, you know, not everyone is meant to stay in your life forever and you don't have to cry or fight up or beat up about it. You just have to kind of say, you know, maybe this was a relationship that I had and we broke up and I'm not going to, you know, fight to keep this person in my life, even though I know that it's not good for me because not everyone is meant to stay in your life forever. So every person that comes into your life, I would just say, what is this person trying to teach me or what opportunity or what lessons am I you know, supposed to learn? And if a friendship or if a relationship or even if someone in your family, if, if something happens that you just don't resonate with anymore, you just feel like it's time to let go, don't hold or harbor any negative feelings. Just understand that life goes on and not everyone is meant to stay in your life forever. The third lesson that I've learned is that done is better than perfect. And of course, this is something that I've struggled with as a perfectionist. I I don't even know, like I just feel like there are so many things I wanted to start in life. And this is just an example. I've always wanted to do yoga tutorials and post yoga pictures and videos. And for the first year of doing it, I know that I had a lot to share. I feel like because I was self-taught or because I, you know, was starting off having absolutely no experience in yoga or flexibility or anything like that, and I gradually learned and taught myself and understood the importance of a self-practice, one of my dreams was just to share these tutorials and to share things that I learned. And I just kept thinking, I don't have the proper space. I don't have the proper lighting. I don't have a good camera. I'm using my crappy iPhone 6, which I had for so many years. And I just kept finding excuses. And it just stopped me from doing it because I was so 
hell-bent on having it perfect that I ended up not doing it at all and the funny thing is I would like look at other people who you know didn't have good lights and they were just doing it in their bedrooms and I was just reading the response so much later on and I I remember looking at these responses and being like oh my god nobody really cares too much if it's not perfect they just want to be able to connect with you on that level and they just want to be able to learn from you so it was only at that point I realized that I don't know why we wasted two years beating up about not having the right things and trying to get it perfect and not even just putting my foot out there and starting. So that is a life lesson that I wish that, you know, I practiced early on that doing something and, and taking a step is better than doing it perfect because the point is that we are growing and learning from our experiences. So just get out there, put yourself out there, done and having it done and having it out there is better than having it out there and getting it perfect in one go. So that is my third life lesson and something that I am definitely carrying with me throughout my life because I'm so happy that I've realized that at this point in time. The fourth lesson that I've learned is that you don't have to necessarily have one passion. You can be multi-passionate. So you can be passionate about different things. And if at this point in your life, you're passionate, let's just say I'm passionate about yoga and this is what I want to pursue at this point in time, that doesn't mean that I would not get the opportunity to work on my other passions, which would be writing and eventually, hopefully one day, writing a book. So I always felt like if I chose one passion, I had to stick with it through my whole life. So if I'm doing yoga, this is just going to be my life. I'm going to just have to do yoga for the rest of my life. And the thing is, you can be multi-passionate. And I always wanted to start a podcast, but I was like, oh, I mean, it's nowhere close to my yoga niche. So what am I doing? You know, I am not going to do it because that's not what my passion is or what I should be focusing on right now but you can be multi-passionate. You can be passionate about more than one thing and you can work towards more than one thing. So I love the fact that I have a podcast now that I, you know, share yoga tutorials and share my experiences on Instagram. And I am even one day going to be working towards writing a book. So life lesson number four, you can be multi-passionate about different things and just because you choose one thing doesn't mean that you have to stick with that for the rest of your life. Fifth life lesson is take time for self-care. So I remember in my university days I did not know what self-care was and to be honest I regret so much. I try not to look at it as you know having regrets because it's in the past and you can't change it but I just wish <laughs> that I could go back in time and take the time for self-care because I was so heavily academically oriented and I felt that my sole purpose at UFT was just to have good grades and to maintain that 4.0 GPA that I didn't take time for self-care and there were so many different things that people asked me to do you know go on hikes go on walks my best friend she always used to ask me to take these fun hip-hop classes and do these different things and you know take walks every evening and just do things that are outside of academics or outside of work and I would say no 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 just repeatedly and it's only like in my last year of university I started being like let me just stop studying and maybe like from 4 p.m to 5 p.m I'll take a walk 
And then I started realizing like with a heavy heart because it was already my fourth year into university, I just started feeling this heaviness being like, oh my God, what have I done? I didn't go out. I didn't meet new people. I didn't take that dance class that my best friend wanted me to. I didn't go to, you know, more parties or hangouts that I wanted to. I didn't take time to, you know, walk around and explore the city on my own. And I only really started doing that like in my fourth year. But I wish more than anything that I just taken the time for self-care. So outside of if you're in school right now or if you're working, take the time for self-care. Take the time to do something outside of that. And the funny thing is, I didn't even end up having a big career in like lab or big career in neuroscience, which is what my degree was. And looking back on it, that was four beautiful years that I could have spent balancing my life and doing other things. So take time for self-care. Life is not always about how much money you're going to make in your career or how much time you could spend working or how much hours you could put into studying. Just take time to enjoy life, to live life and have that moment of self-care for yourself. My sixth life lesson is to always trust or follow your intuition. So this is something I learned much later on, but I feel like every single time my gut or my soul was telling me something, I didn't listen. And those were the times when I really, really needed to. Like I spoke about the car accident that I got into earlier on this year. My intuition on the morning of the accident was 100% telling me not to go on the highway that day because it was thunderstorm raining and I went. And in relationships as well, I feel like my intuition was always telling me when somebody was not right for me or when I should leave a relationship or a friendship and I didn't listen. And every single time, the one thing that I always said after was, God, I wish I listened to my intuition. I wish I trusted my gut. And the thing is, your gut or your intuition is not something magical. It's something that is built in within us because your body and your whole being is always trying to tell you when something or situation is not good for you. And it's part of the mechanics of who we are as humans, because we're built for survival and we're built to protect ourselves and we're built to really just hone in on the good energy around us. And so many times we just ignore our intuition, ignore those gut feelings, and we always, always 100% regret it. There is never a time where I didn't follow my intuition and the first thing I didn't say like at the end of it was, damn, I knew it. I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew it. So now I just take a moment and I take a breath to just follow my intuition. So just ask myself, what is my gut telling me? And it only takes you a second. So live lesson number six, always ask yourself, what is my gut telling me? What is my intuition telling me? And really try to see if you could tune in and listen to that. Seventh life lesson that I've learned is mindset is everything. So it doesn't matter if you, let's just say you want to play a sport and you're, super, you're talented. Talent is not everything. Your mindset is everything. There's so many times in life people told me that I would never be good at something or I would never, you know, be smart or I would never get good grades and all it took really and truly was me to just get my mind in a gear and just being like, oh my gosh, I am in control. My mindset is everything. 
And every single time I went into a situation having like a negative mindset or just being like, I can't do something, those were the times I ended up really not being able to do it. And the times that I went into a situation being like, I have a positive mindset, this is what I'm going to do, I'm going to crush it, these are my goals. And just having that energy in your body and in your mind, that's when everything always worked out. So mindset is everything. If you enter a situation with a negative mindset thinking you are not good enough, then you will not be good enough. So really try to change the way that your mindset works and mindset operates because having a clear mind and having that clear image or picture of yourself and what you're capable of is going to help you so much in life. It's going to be the one thing that is going to get you through all these difficult situations. So every time you encounter a challenge or you feel like, you know, something is not going the way that you want it to, just try to see if you could center yourself and try to see if you could get your mind back to that place of being very powerful and very in control of what you want to do. My eighth life lesson is always have compassion. And this is something I spoke about in the bullion episode. And it's something that I feel like helps so much with human connection. And human connection is something that we, of course, have to go through life with. We are humans and we enjoy and thrive in situations where we can relate to and connect to people. When you have compassion, you are able to understand other people's points of views and you're able to walk in their shoes and this is going to help you so much so whether you're in a job and you feel like your boss is very crappy or is just treating you very badly instead of retaliating try to have compassion so wherever you can have that compassion and see what that other person is going through and try to you know understand that they are fighting their own battles that is my number one communication tip So never fault someone for being mean or being terrible to you. Yes, of course, it's painful and it's hurtful. And I'm not telling you don't get hurt by it because these things hurt and they stay with you for a long period of time. I'm just saying to see if you can have compassion because through compassion, you will be able to forgive that person and you'll be able to clear your energy. And it's through compassion that we are truly able to understand someone else And I feel like if everybody just had a little bit more compassion, the world, honestly, that sounds cliched, but the world would be a better place if we all just took a moment to acknowledge that everybody's going through something. And just because they were mean to you at that point in time doesn't mean that they're a terrible person. And to just understand, and I'm not saying that it means to, you know, just accept their behavior as is. Of course, if somebody's been really mean to you and is bullying you, you have to stand up for yourself, but still try to have that compassion and just see where it takes you. The next life lesson or life lesson number nine that I have is something that I'm going to record an episode on on its own because this one is to let go of the past. It is something that I am 100% still struggling with. There are things that I just can't seem to let go of. And I mean, that's one of the faults that I have. I do sometimes remember things that are really hurtful and do, you know, harbor that and hold on to the past. But I am trying to work on that and I'm trying to let things go. 
But the biggest mistake I feel like I've made in life is to carry that as baggage. So just picture everything that you are holding on to as something that piles onto this big backpack that you have on your back. So all of the burdens and all of the troubles and all of the terrible things that might have happened to you or things that people did, just picture that as rocks that you are constantly piling up in this backpack. And the thing is, just picture it. You're holding this backpack. Every rock is something that you're holding on to from the past. You are never going to move forward. You are going to be so strained by the past and so burdened that you are not going to get the energy and the freedom to really move forward. So one by one, work on trying to just take a rock out of that bag and just put it elsewhere. Because each rock that you take out, you are going to feel lighter and lighter. Your steps are going to get faster and more energetic. You are going to feel such a big release in your mind and in your body that you are going to be able to take on so much more in this lifetime. So definitely lesson number nine, let go of the past, even though those things are hurtful. And even though we might never be able to let go of certain things, I'm really encouraging you to just take those steps little by little and release. Life lesson number 10 is to know your worth. Everybody has 100% worth. We are all worthy of love. We're worthy of good relationships. We're worthy of amazing jobs. We're worthy of financial abundance. We are so worthy. And the sad thing is that we don't realize it at all. And we live our lives with people telling us how much we are worth and accepting the little sometimes that people give us or think of us. And I did this a lot. I, my mom was just telling me today that some, it was this movie we were watching today, we were watching Netflix and the girl, she was talking about how she didn't love herself and she didn't know her worth. And that's why she just kept going back to a crappy job and a crappy relationship. And that was me. I 100% feel like I listened to so much people say so much negative negative things about me as I was growing up that each time somebody did that or said those things, it chipped a little bit away from my worth or what I thought of myself. And in doing so, I had that like self lack of worth. And I feel like even though people said these things about me or even though people did these things, at the end of the day, I chipped away at my own worth because no, the truth is nobody could touch your worth. And I let bits and chunks and huge pieces of myself fall away. And that was on me. And I just realized now that you have to know your worth and you have to say, I am worthy of everything. And when you know your worth, then you will be able to really focus on the things that you deserve. Everything that you deserve will just come straight to you and you'll be able to recognize those instances where you are being undermined or where you are not being credited for your worth or just, you know, being respected for that. So really and truly know your worth. Even though people do bad things or say bad things, you have your worth. Your worth is yours. Therefore, any little piece of it that falls away, 
you have the power to bring it back in and reel yourself back in. Life lesson number 11 is to stay active and be active. So once again, the only experience that I have is before I started yoga, which was only about three or four years ago, I was not active at all. And I just suffered so much from laziness. I feel like at UFT, we had so many different classes and things that we could have done, rock climbing, hip hop, dancing, yoga, any different type of physical activity. And I said no to all of them. And I felt very sluggish and very just like not myself. And what I've realized since being active every single day is that your body is your home. And one way to bring yourself back home is to really just stay active and be active. And I cannot begin to tell you how beneficial it is to move your body. And you will feel such a huge difference, like a humongous difference in your life and in your body when you start just staying active and being active. And I'm not even saying that you need to, you know, become a CrossFit trainer or go to the gym for two, three hours a day. I'm just saying to be active, even if it's just taking a walk outside or just doing a 10 minute home workout video anything that gets your body moving and gets your body flowing is going to help you maintain a healthy body, healthy organs, healthy mind, reduce stress. I'm not even going to begin to start calling out the benefits because really and truly it's a lot. So that is life lesson number 11 and a very, very important one. And there is no way that I'm ever going to go back to the days of just not being active And it doesn't even take that long. You just need to get your blood pumping, get your body moving, and you will see how amazing you feel after that. Life lesson number 12 is to keep good company. I feel like as I was growing up, I at one point in time, I had a few friends. And one by one, I feel like all of the friendships started to kind of fall away. And at first I was like, oh my God, like this is the end of my life. I'm not going to have friends anymore. But the thing is, I realized probably a little bit too late because I stayed in, you know, friendships that weren't really good for me. And then I realized it's definitely quality over quantity. So it doesn't matter if you have 10 friends, once you have a few really, really good friends that you can 100% trust and have in your circle, that is all that matters. So Don't keep company if you feel like you are just stuck in the same place and, you know, maybe they are not inspiring you or cheering you on or maybe they don't have your best interests at heart or maybe they have these habits that, you know, you don't want to have in your life. It's okay to let those friendships go because in doing that, you are opening up yourself to new beautiful friendships that are going to come your way. So just because you don't want to be lonely doesn't mean that you have to find friendships in places that really and truly at the end of the day don't feel good. So keep good company because that is what is going to elevate you. Always keep a group of friends that really you can trust, that they 100% support you, that they have your best interests, that you know they are going to cheer you on if you start a new venture and they're going to help you cultivate habits that are really useful and habits that are really healthy and habits that are going to make you be the best version of yourself. So don't just have company for the sake of having company. 
I've realized when I cut down my friend group, I thrived so much more because there was no drama. I just had no, you know, weird energy around me. I had good energy, high vibrational friends, and that is a life lesson that I believe all of us need to learn from or like, you know, realize at some points in our lives. And that brings us to our last life lesson for this 13 life lessons episode, and that is to live your damn life. So everything that I mentioned, there are so many more lessons, of course, that we have all learned. I'm pretty sure that you all each have 13 life lessons you can share with me and vice versa. And I just want you to know that life is short and I cannot stress that enough. Please go out there and live your damn life. Do exactly what you want to do because it is your life. There is going to be so many people telling you what to do, so many people judging you, so many people just trying to take your energy and take your light, but you are responsible for your own life. So please, with every fiber in your body, make decisions that you are going to be happy with, that you are going to be proud of, that you are going to be like, yes. I lived my damn life when I'm 80 years old and I'm old and gray, probably still doing yoga to be honest. So I wouldn't really be like, you know, Rikti, but at that point in time, we're going to be like, yeah, you know, she lived her damn life. I lived my damn life. I did every single thing that I wanted to do. I pursued my passions. I took risks. I started a podcast like what, (laughs) you know, go out there and live your damn life. That is the most important life lesson that I could leave you with at the end of this episode and I really, 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 really hope that you listen to it and that you really go out there and create the exact magical life that you deserve. So that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope that you enjoyed my 13 life lessons and as always, thank you so much for listening and we will talk soon. If you love this podcast, let's be BFFs. You can DM me at the Paris James on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe, download your favorite episodes and leave us a review. And if you have a topic you want to hear about next, feel free to comment and let me know. Until then, talk soon.